Well, when your debut novel sparks a publisher's bidding war, wins a slew of awards and nominations and tops the bestseller list, when do you find time and focus to write the notoriously difficult second novel? Jacqueline Bublitz has managed to, in between media interviews and invitations to talk about that first book, Before You Knew My Name. The crime novel, told from the perspective of murder victim Alice, took out both the best first novel and best novel categories at the recent Naya Marsh Awards. Before You Knew My Name is set in Melbourne, based on a 2014 murder. Her next book, though, will be set in part in Aotearoa. Jacqueline spends her time between Melbourne and New Plymouth. I was curious to know if she was a big crime fiction reader before she started writing it. As a writer, I would say that I am um, kind of an accidental crime writer, um, and and I'm very grateful for the for the lucky the lucky accident of the of the shape that um, before you knew my name ended up taking. I didn't read a lot of uh, crime um, other than, you know, the sort of big blockbustery girl on the train and Gone Girl and, and things like that. I did, however, or, or still do, um, when I get the time, um, dabble in quite a bit of true crime. Um, I am um, inherited from my my mum and sisters um, that sort of love or interest in um real life cases you know starting back when I was little Lindy Chamberlain things like that Arthur Allen Thomas um, and then these days you know anything that I can get my hands on around profiling FBI mind hunter type stuff so not so fiction um I I was always I'm not particularly good at uh, sort of guessing the plot twists and you know I might get to the end and get a big reveal and be like wait who was that person <laughs> like what well, what actually happened along the way so yeah, that's where, where I fall. I'm an accidental crime writer who now reads um, a lot more crime fiction just to um, key, learn more about um, this wonderful community that I've been welcomed into. But, but it is interesting, though, I think, Jacqueline, and that there are so many subgenres of crime writing. I've interviewed a, a couple of previous winners of the Naomi Marsh Award, and they've both mm-hmm. been absolutely surprised that they were even entered to the category. They, they didn't see their novels as having really any relationship to crime. And, and I think it's just one of the delights of crime that it's there's fusion and there's, there's more nuance in how we think about crime writing and more crime writers trying different things, you know, not being the, the butler in the library with a candlestick kind of crime writing. <laughs> yeah, which has its place as well. And, and um, but I think I came out of the gate in a very green, um, this is my debut novel. I hadn't had any experience um, with something like this, like a like an interview. And I in the in the early days I was, was quite you know confident in talking about, you know, I wanted to subvert the subvert this genre in terms of you know centering the victim and these kinds of things. And then I quickly realized I didn't I was doing a real disservice to to crime fiction. Uh, because it is a lot more nuanced. There's a lot more to that genre than I ever gave, you know, that I gave enough credit to. So I'm quite conscious of that now. And I sort of almost want to say, oh, sorry for some of the <laughs> some of the sort of things that I was saying in the early days, because I think a lot of what I was basing my opinions on, in particular with relation to how uh, crime can sometimes be um, exploitative, um, was TV and film. And you know, true crime documentaries, and then I sort of applied that to crime fiction, and, and it's not the case at all. 
the, I, I won't read them all out because it'll take up half of our time, but all the nominations and awards that Before You Knew My Name has won. I mean, that's a, a dream, of course, for pretty much every writer. But what about that a- attention um, that you have received? Uh, a, there'll have been a bit less time. I know you've been working hard on your second novel, but you know, you've, you've had to do a lot of you know, media and, and travelling and talking um, about the book, which I think was something like five years in the writing. Yeah, well, idea, I had the idea in 2014, went to New York 2015, and then finished uh, the the draft that is as close to um, what people would read now at the end of 2019. Um, And it all took off, um, as I said before, the the night that we went into level four lockdown for the first time uh, was when I got my first, um, you know, the offer of the Australian book deal, which sort of set everything in motion. And yeah, the attention is... I I never take it for granted. Um, I'm incredibly grateful that people are responding to the book, you know, readers in particular, but certainly you know judges and and the people who get to nominate my book for these awards. It, and I'm, I'm it's not I don't want to be like so humble because I you know I worked hard on this book, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me sometimes. It's a very different life to the one I was living, and because it all really took off in a pandemic I've been quite separate from you know I haven't done a lot of writers festivals I've been lucky to get a few um, under my belt uh, here in, in New Zealand but I haven't I haven't really been immersed in this this new world you know the world of you know authors and um, literary festivals and that kind of thing so quite often I sort of just usually often as I'm falling asleep I think what what happened to me what happened to my life very strange. It's no bad thing. Now, you live between New Plymouth here and Melbourne, um, very different centres. What about place for you? I mean, this intrigues me because I think you were in New York when you really started thinking about this, but it was a Melbourne true crime, if you like, that was the inspiration for it. I mean, do you write between New Plymouth and and Melbourne? Where is your happy place, your sweet spot for writing? (laughs) Well, I think my sweetest of sweet spots is uh, at the beach here in Plymouth. Uh, You know, that sort of, if we're talking about an actual place where you can be um, swimming in the sea and turn around and look at the, you know, look at the manga, look at Mount Taranaki. That rugged beauty is always so inspiring to me and my, you know, and my happiest place. You know, even something as simple as my obsession with rain. Um, It's always raining in my books. And and that's come from growing up in in rural, semi-rural now, I guess, in New Zealand, uh, as opposed to uh, Melbourne, where it rains for about three minutes. Um, And then, you know, the season changes yet again. I've always, yeah, so my my obsession with a particular, like, way of describing landscape is really wild and verdant. And no matter where, um, you know, where the book itself is set, I've always thought of myself as a... You know, that's the Kiwi in me. But there's no denying that I'm a, also a, a city girl um, and that I, you know, I love and miss living, um, you know, in inner city Melbourne, which is where I lived for 20 some years before my dad got sick and then the pandemic. And now I'm lucky enough to have basically the best of both worlds, I think. I was just thinking the, the true crime case I mentioned before, Jacqueline, this jogger who died in Melbourne in 2014. For most of us, we would have registered that at the time. I'm in the media, of course, so you know, you'd know you be writing stories about the victim and the, the, the police mm. searching for the perpetrator and maybe some interviews with distraught family members and then something else happens and you're on to the next murder or, or riot. You know what I mean? It gets lost in this constant churn of awful 
things that people do to people. So why did this, why did the death of this young woman, this jogger, stay with you? So with, yeah, her name was Renee Lau, and um, she was actually walking, she was walking to work, she was going to a bakery, um, so it was like five in the morning, um, there was a jogger that, um, running the tan, that, um, which is a, a running track um, in the park where she was chased into, um, that found her body, and you know, it was literally down the road from, from my apartment on St Kilda Road, it was, you know, we woke up in the morning, and I think I saw on Twitter that there'd been a murder or body discovered in, in the Botanic Gardens, uh, and that was, that, that was my 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 park my territory some flowers put there for a while but then they were gone it's almost like it it never happened um, and that that really had an impact on me talking to you you are so grounded in this <laughs> you know you you've had all the success with your first book but that can be problematic for the second book because the expectations and and maybe sometimes the expectations that the second book will be very similar to the first but you might as a writer want to go in a different direction. I do believe that uh, your next novel is, is set uh, here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. That's cool. I'll be honest, um, that I wrote something else um, in um, you know the thick of our pandemic times um, that I then ended up discarding, which is why I'm on such a, a deadline, because it was, I think there, for a while there, it was me not quite knowing what had happened to me, kind of what I sort of alluded to before, where I'm like, what is my life these days? Um, and then, you know, so I was I was writing, stretching a muscle, but sort of not in any kind of, with any sort of, you know, I guess, you know, like any outcome in mind. Um, and then I realised that I was having a lot of fun with people's response to Before You Knew My Name and this kind of introduction into to the crime community. Um, and so I have changed um, directions um, from that second book that I'd you know, originally been working on. And the second book is a lot more like a Before You Knew My Name, but in the in the like best possible ways, I hope. And now it is set in a few different places, including New Zealand. Um, I wanted to give readers from from all over the chance to to meet and spend time in small town New Zealand. But it, it's not the entire it's not the entire story anymore. 